welcome to this first episode of 2021. Lord, please let it be a better year than last year. My name is Mindy Lawhorn, and whether this is your 10th time to listen or your first, I'm the creator of a thing called Hope and Struggle. All of the things that God's brought me through, He has given me such a unique perspective on the worst things. And I just want to share that with you through His Word and through, I believe, reasons why He brought me through so much struggle. Fast forward, God's allowed us to to build a big fitness business. And most recently, I've begun a women's online community called The Bible Babes. It's a zero drama, no judgment, kind of girly, glammy, Jesus-loving woman community where we have live calls each week. We have a live 24-7 room that we can go in and pray or, or laugh or talk about our favorite new buy. But what has become in this group is a close-knit community standing on the foundation of Jesus Christ and how we not only want to be better wives, moms, friends, and sisters, but we want to be as close to Jesus as we can with zero judgment, not only being the light for Him, but helping each other along the way. Welcome. Let's get started. Let's dive right in. 2020 was And I pray in the name of Jesus, it does not repeat, and that this year is better. It's got to be better. I don't know about the struggles that you had. Maybe it was actually a really good year for you. In so many aspects, it was a great year. Our fitness business grew. My online women's community grew. Probably for the first time, being at home was mandatory. We had to find ways to work out, find ways to connect with people. And while in the beginning, it kind of sounded great. We don't have to leave. I can sleep in. I can wear my sweats all the day. After a while, most of us got really bored with that. We started missing humans. We started missing going out. We started gaining weight. We started repeatedly doing things we probably normally would not have done. But many of us saw our way through that but also saw a need for human connection. It's funny the things we take for granted when something like this doesn't make us look at things that are truly important. I'm coming to you today just checking in with you. I'm letting you know that God has done a really good work and a very hard and gut-wrenching work over the past year. My husband Lee passed away in December of 2019. Many of you have known through fitness, through Turbo Jam, through uh, Pio, maybe just being friends online. But Lee was wonderful. I met him at a funeral almost 15 years ago. I was a single mom. I felt like a loser. But a friend of mine from my hometown had lost his daughter in a plane crash. As a matter of fact, seven people passed away in a private plane crash And not only was I in a terrible spot in my life, my heart was broken for this family. My fitness mentor, my original fitness mentor, her son was the one flying the plane. She lost her son. And then an entire other family who I knew and still love lost their granddaughter. My fitness mentor not only lost her son, but she lost her son's wife the wife's mother, and their grandchildren. 
It was a horrible, horrible situation, but I felt compelled to go. Meeting Lee made me realize why I felt so compelled, especially now that I've been through a funeral of my own. I understand that funerals are important. We do need to go and support that person, but the people who have lost, it's its very confusing, and it's almost like a whirlwind, and you kind of don't necessarily remember everyone there, and it's just so, so, so hard, but going many times is the way we show support, but also it helps us. How I got all my classes subbed for those two days to go, I'll never know. It had to be the grace of God, but I did, and I met Lee, and the following day, he and I went to lunch, and he told me he had cancer. It was funny how when he told me, I didn't flinch. I remember not even batting an eye and just saying, okay, because I already knew I felt very strongly for him. You see, I was married before, and it was an entirely different situation. There was a lot of sadness, a lot of pain, and a lot of untrust. I knew what it was like to feel that, and something about Lee gave me just very clear feelings of trust and kindness and just almost like an old soul that loved Jesus. I could just feel it. And he soon moved to Texas from North Carolina. We got married. Yes, he has cancer. We went through many treatments. We had Garrett, who is now 12. And while we always knew cancer would probably be the reason he went to heaven early, I'll be honest, I never knew it was going to be when Garrett was 11 years old. I prayed so hard that God would allow for Lee to be with us until Garrett graduated high school. I don't know why, but I think if you're a mom, you can understand a boy needs his father. And I prayed for that, and, and, and God chose something different. So in 2019, Lee went in the hospital right after Thanksgiving, and he never came back. He died. On Friday, the 13th, December of 2019, and we went into Christmas, into New Year's, and into COVID as a family of three. My oldest son graduated high school, and we did our best to try and make sense of what all has happened to us, but make it be, choose for it to be something that happens for us, not to us. Does that make sense? So let me just put in perspective, there was all that. So just think about how difficult life was in general with COVID, okay, as if that wasn't enough. But losing our number one, losing Lee was very, very hard. And then not having anywhere to go. I couldn't teach my classes because of COVID. Boys couldn't go to school because of COVID. We did remote learning, and you know how not fun that was. Oh, good Lord, have mercy. I like, I still have nightmares about it. All the while trying to run my businesses, keep my own health, and keep my mind right, you guys. It was a whirlwind, and my heart still breaks thinking of just all of the ups and downs that happened. But I will tell you this, Lee was a wonderful man. He is a wonderful man. He was so good to us. He met me, a single woman with a child. He loved my son, Andrew, from the beginning. And we made a wonderful life together with Jesus. 
as our guide. And we talked often about death. We talked often about what happens when we die. We talked often that it's going to happen at some point. And we've got to know what we believe. We've got to decide who we believe in and that no matter what, Jesus will never leave us or forsake us. Over and over again, we told the boys, you, this world is not our home. We're going to do our best. And yes, we have responsibilities here. and We've got to be disciplined enough to get things done. But when it's all said and done, this world is not our home. We have a home in heaven. Where, Je- where Lee is now with Jesus and my sister Renata. And while I know there's hard times to come for us still, that kind of prayer, that kind of talk, and that kind of belief with our boys has helped them come through this at least a year and a couple of months through it better than I could have ever hoped for. And I give all the glory to God. Sitting at the end of 2020 and the beginning of 21, I had a lot to say to God. I had many, many ups and downs, some anger. I've never been mad at God. I'm upset with the situation. I've never been mad or have I felt like, oh, poor me. Oh, great. Everything happens to me. I've never felt that way because I know what God says and I believe it to be true. However, grief is so weird. You cannot, we cannot outthink grief. I can outthink not wanting to work out and make myself go work out. Yep. I can outthink wanting pizza and getting a salad instead. I can outthink getting my work done when I don't want to. But grief is entirely different. You can't outthink it. Now, you can begin to get very good at seeing and anticipating when the waves are coming. You can get very good at knowing when you need to step out and knowing what's ahead. It's interesting how the waves are just as high and it is just as difficult to swim in them. However, you gain skills. They don't seem so random. You can feel them coming. It can be a song. It can be a picture. It can even be a picture about something you had totally forgotten about. It can be something your boys say. It can be even how your boys walk. You're like, oh my gosh, he walks just like Lee. And I've done my best to, instead of feel sad, change that sadness into gratitude, to be thankful that we had him. And that's only by the grace of God, because you know that's not our nature. writing my goals down for 2021, one of my biggest goals is that 2021 cannot be like 2020 for me. How I manage that has to be, of course, within the SMART system, S-M-A-R-T, that all of our goals will be right down, you guys, have to be timely. They have to be specific. They have to be attainable. They have to be, you know, measurable somehow. So if we know we're going in the right direction and I was begging for a scripture. God, 
I know that I can do more podcasts. I know that I can talk to more people about our fitness, fitness business. Now, I can never make anyone choose, you know, come in, but I can... I know that I can manage how many people I speak to. I know that I can manage how many podcasts I get, how many Bible Babe calls we have. All of thing, all of those things like that. I cannot make anyone else do anything. But Lord, how does one come back from something like this? I'm still here. The boys are still here. So I know we have purpose. How do I come back from this? Who, who am I without my husband? We built everything together, and I miss him. You guys, when you're alone like this, you are get very tired of you. Like, I am so tired of hearing my own voice. I got very used to him saying, now, don't do that. Here's why. And I'd be like, what? Uh, oh, yeah, I guess he's right. Not all the time was he right. Lee, you were not right all the time. But a lot of times he was. But God, as I write these goals down, God, as we step into 2021, and you guys, I'm telling you all this, because you may need to hear exactly what I'm saying. You may have a friend that needs to hear exactly what I'm saying. I don't know what your 2020 was like, but I know that together we can determine and set goals and on purpose make 2021 better. It has to be. In praying over my goals, I opened a book that's right by my desk. And it's just a simple Jesus Today book by Sarah Young. I personally love to have little books like in the kitchen, in the bathroom. Yes, I said bathroom. By my desk, um, by my bed, that if I have a second, I just want to go read his word. I need sometimes just to see what he has for me. As you hear hear me clapping, it's so true. I open this Jesus Today book, praying over the very things I'm telling you. And the first scripture in this book is Isaiah 43, 19. Listen to what the scripture says. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Isaiah 43, 19. I've read that before, but this was for me. This may exactly be for you. When I read it, this is how I read it. See, Mindy, I'm doing a new thing in your life. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive what I'm doing, Mindy? I'm making way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland for you. Would you read Isaiah 43, 19 to yourself like that? I'm amazed. Why am I amazed at when God does the most amazing things like this? But I'm amazed. I'm like, God, that's exactly what I needed to read. That is exactly what I need because I can't go back, you guys. He's not coming back to this earth. I'll see him again someday in heaven, but I can't go back. So how do I move forward? I know that I'm supposed to. I know that I have to press onward even when I don't want to, even when it hurts, even when I'm sad. And you just may need to too. I want to make a commitment with us, with you, with the Hope and Struggle listeners and with the Bible Babe community and even my fitness girls. Let's commit to each other that we're going to believe and we're going to reach out and do everything we need to do every day to see and be a part of this new thing that God is doing in our lives. I had the great pleasure of being on Kim 
Doolin Leto's podcast. If you don't know who she is, I would love for you to look her up. I'll put it in the show notes. But her podcast, she's just absolutely adorable. She is just a beautiful, Jesus-loving mom, fitness person who has overcome so much. But her goal is to help women be completely strong in Christ, but see what a big part of that our health and our bodies play. Like, what a big role. She has the Strong, Confident His podcast, Kim Doolin Leto. You will probably know it when you see it, but we got a chance to talk. And asking for God to do something new, He's brought someone new into my life professionally as a friend, as someone that understands what it's like. We have so many similarities in our life. And I wish I could say that we had the same body fat percentage and the same amazing hair. <laughs> Probably not right now. But we have a lot of the same reasons we got into fitness. We saw our family be sick. We saw our dads die at an early age. We saw a lot of shaming that went on in the church even for people in fitness. And, and we don't want that. We don't want to duplicate or give any energy to that. We want to be the people God wants us to be. We don't want to look like the typical church person. We want to be used for God's glory with the way He's made us, our skills. And, and for me, the all the odd ways God's made me. How would I ever have a job, Lord? I used to talk in college to Jesus. I'm like, God, how am I ever going to get a job with all these really weird qualities? I'm loud. I love people. I'm physical. I like laugh all the time. How in the world could that make a career, but look what God has done. Thank you, Jesus, for fitness, but thank you most of all for coming to this earth and saving us, forgiving us of our sins and letting us not have to live by any of those silly ritualistic rules. We can be all you want us to be, Lord, in the exact way you've made us. Oh, sorry, I had thrown a little prayer there. So I want to just love on you. I want to encourage you, first of all, Let's grow this hope and struggle in Bible Babes community. Let's connect with each other. Let's encourage and lift one another up. Let's use these scriptures. You got you guys, as Kim calls the faith fuel. You will never regret reading God's word. You'll never regret a workout. You're never gonna regret drinking enough water. But if you ever just don't feel right, you guys, have you read? your Bible? Have you read scripture? Have you prayed? Just try. It doesn't matter if you know how. It's not about that. It's about, are you actually doing it? Just go to him. Hide in your closet. Hide in your car. Say, God, I don't even know how to pray. Please show me you're real. I need your help. I'm sad. I'm desperate. I'm whatever it is. Seek him. And when we seek him with all of our hearts, we'll find him. Oh, I'm excited about this year. And that's saying so much for me because I believe that I've turned a corner. I believe that God is helping me get out of that yucky cloak of sadness that was on me all last year. I mean, I'll never be the same, you guys. I will never, never be who I was with Lee, but God has a different plan. And if he didn't, Lee would still be here. So I have to trust in His sovereignty. I have to trust that He's doing a new thing. And I want to share that with you. 
Let me share two more scriptures with you, and then I have some call to actions that I'd love for you to be a part of. First of all, Romans 8, 28. If you're wondering why God has done some things, if you're wondering why all these crazy things are happening, or even in your life, why some things have happened, let me remind you of Romans 8, 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him and who are called according to His purpose. All of the things work towards the good. Do you remember me telling you in the beginning of this about my mentor who lost her son and all of her grandchildren in that airplane crash, which was the funeral where I met Lee? That very woman, Renee Christie, who I adore, she's the one that kept sharing Romans 8, 28 with me. She lost her son, her son's wife, and all of her son's children. And she shared that with me. You guys, how amazing is that? If she can say that, so can we. All right, one more scripture. 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, we are inwardly being renewed day by day. For our light and our momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs all of that. So we fix our eyes on not what is seen, but what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. Let me pray for us, and I've got some stuff to share with you. Oh, Jesus, God, I love you so much. Thank you for being real. Thank you, Lord, that you're in the mess with us. Thank you that so many things that we think are terrible and horrible, Lord God, they're your plan for some reason. Every time I want to throw myself a pity party, God, I remember everyone that you used in the Bible Nobody had a perfect life. Nobody's situation was perfect. All these people had so many things happen to them, but the good that came from that, Lord God, are the stories of your healing, the stories of your realness, the stories of you breathing life in what seems to be the deadest of circumstances. God, your light shines in our weakness. I am so weak right now. Lord, I have no ego left. I just need you. And I know that you're here. I pray for all of my friends and my sisters and these sweet girls, Lord, that have had a terrible year. I pray for all of them that are hurting. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would just grow the territory of hope and struggle in the Bible, babes, so that we can reach more people on a common level, Lord God, not on a level that we have to reach before you even come see to us or any ritualistic or ruralistic Christianity that may have seen before. Lord, no, just the basics. You, you came to this earth to die for us. And while we were still sinners, God, you died for us. And all we need to do is seek you. That's it. Jesus, thank you for that. It's almost so simple. It's hard to understand. But Lord, that's what you say. And I believe you. I ask all this in your precious, holy name, Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I've got to give you some calls to action. You're going to get one at the e at every podcast now because I've got so many cool things in store for this year 
for you and for our community. First of all, I began a grief group. I don't know if you know someone that's lost someone. I don't know if you particularly have lost someone, but I have a free online grief group. It's on Facebook, and it's where people like me can talk to other people who have lost. Some people have recently lost someone. People have lost people 20 years ago. But it is a group where we can confide in one another. We can encourage one another. We can lift each each other up. We can share our pictures, tell stories of our loved one. And as time goes, you know, we don't get to introduce them to new people. And that's one of the biggest things I miss is I have met people even this year that never knew Lee. What? I don't like that feeling, but this group has helped me so much, and it is a group that I pray might just help you. It's a group where we have no judgment. It's a group where you can talk freely, and it's a group where you will always be lifted up, prayed for, and cared for. It's on Facebook, and it's simply called Hope, Grief, truth. I'll add a link in the show notes. Lastly, I have a women's ministry. It's an online, zero drama, zero judgment, women's community that is amazing. These women are so kick butt. Oh my gosh, I love them so much. And it's called The Bible Babes. Would you consider joining us? It's just a group of women who want more Jesus. They want to be surrounded by women that can be trusted. And you know, if you're a woman You know, that's hard sometimes. Many of us have been hurt of all people, people in the church. Many of us have had our our deepest pains from other women. This group I designed on my rules. This group I designed to be zero judgment. It's for girls that love hair and makeup. It's for girls that can't stand hair and makeup. It's for ladies that are new Christians to ladies all the way that have been Christians for as long as they can remember. It is a membership group to where we meet, live calls. We have a 24-7 live Zoom room where we go in and talk and do all kinds of fun stuff. We have a babe's night out. I have tons of Bible studies that not only we've done, but many we've written on our own. We will do more in the future And then we have so much that we'll be expanding in this year with God's help. Why don't you come and check us out? And then lastly, will you rate this podcast? It is my goal, and I believe God's goal, to grow Hope and Struggle, to grow this podcast. And we might even do a combination of Hope and Struggle, Bible Bay podcast. I don't know. But what I do know is that you will get more consistency from this podcast. You will get more speakers. You will get more fun. You will get more Jesus and real talk in this podcast. I can promise you that for the glory of God and for your good. I'm so happy that you're here. Please share this with someone you love and share it with someone you don't love. Hey, I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you so much for being here. I love you. Talk to you next time.